0: March 23, 2002. Sunny Saturday morning in Pedro. It's a Watt from Pedro show. Yeah. <laughs> Bought from Pedro's show. Fuck. I'm tangled here. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Um started getting into another tune there when we were all finished up. I was trying this uh link <clears> on <throat> Brother Matt. Everything here is not um although the done? love grotto is very precious, it's <laughs> not where I can um uh, manipulate everything from one position, so I have to maneuver around like I can't see the screens the way the pewter screens are. They're kind of behind me. And anyway, don't mean to make excuses. It's a wonderful place to host a show. I started with John Coltrane. Impressions, Live Village Vanguard. Start off this uh, March 23 version of Watt from Peter's Show. Brother Matt alongside me. Uh. Had problems with uh, getting the desk, so we're uh, only on the uni mic. One mic, Brother Matt will have to get closer to be heard. But his presence will be felt nonetheless, even though the the spiel might not be. Uh, after John Coltrane, That's a Saturday morning, Pedro, so you should be uh, hearing the bikes doing their vroom-vroom.
1: And yeah, bitching Saturday morning.
0: Yeah, it was bright, man. The sun's coming up now like 5.30. Springtime. Welcome yeah. to springtime. Way into it. Anyway, we uh, heard the pop group later, later, after John Coltrane, Hotter Than a Thousand Suns. I found a good site uh, that had a bunch of uh, bootleg stuff, stuff they never released. I don't know if it's really bootleg or anything. But uh, maybe an hour's worth, and... So there's a tune from it, and I was trying to find the link. Maybe uh, Brother Matt try uh, go to slash pop group without the because. Uh, it's a go to though. Go to slash. G O T O. And no period. Between the no go to slash pop group. Just try that. I, it's, it's a cool site. I, I, of course, I spaced on it, but uh, a lot of information, old press things, and pictures and lyrics and stuff like that. Next week, I'll have the. Nothing? No. no, go to Google. Find it that way. Uh, anyway, I should get some more uh, music going. You, Twenty first show. Twenty first show, yeah, very good. Here's some Devo, Watt from Pedro show.
2: mechanical arms, two mechanical legs. I'm a two plus two equals four men.
3: I'm
2: I'm a mechanical man. I'm a mechanical man. I'm a mechanical
4: man. I'm a mechanical man.
0: From Pedro Show, some Marvin Gaye, Tammy Terrell there. Ain't nothing like the real thing. Before that, acoustic version, live uh, of urinals doing sex. Before that, alternative television 1978 with Love Lies Limp. And we started with another thing from '78. It was under the name Mechanical Man, but it was Devo. Um, what from Pedro Show, Bright, Bright. Uh first what from Pedro show of spring 2002 day here on Wild Kingdom Radio live from the Love grotto, Pleasure Point Sunny San Pedro Cali with me brother Matt far away because uh I spaced and didn't get the desk out of the prac pad doing a lot of prac, getting ready for tour with second men starting April 15 Uh here's a interview with Mr. Sun Ra.
1: In fact, I would say musicians are supposed to be God's harmony department. But most of the time they're in discord and uh, they're in disharmony and they become commercial minded. But actually music is what's supposed to keep people uh, inspired and keep them seeing this uh, invisible beauty of the mind and spirit. That's what music is for because it didn't originate on this planet, it came from somewhere else. It's a gift to this planet, like uh, poetry and uh, sculpture, painting, all those things are gifts because uh, not all men can be musicians or artists, so therefore it's outside the ordinary, it's a gift. And if people take this gift, you see, appreciate it, and uh, a person can look at a beautiful painting and get inspired that someone uh, had the energy and the sincerity to produce a beautiful painting. And that's the way it is with music. You got so much music until uh, you have to be able to use your intuition and listen to music that can do things for you, past, present, and future, all the way to the end of truth, into the world of myth. And then you got it made because you, you stepped into the realm of the impossibilities. And what this planet needed at this point is for something impossible to happen to show a better way.
5: You talked about Egypt a little bit earlier. Uh, maybe you could tell us a little bit about Egypt and if you found the ankh to life over there.
1: Oh, yeah, Egypt was uh, quite quite a difficulty, you know. Sometimes um, combating, uh, well, mostly, some musicians were saying the music was too far for people. So one day I really got tired of that. So I said, well, they said Christ went to Egypt to survive. I'm going to. So I went over to Egypt and... Uh, I, and then I was in, um, was I, I was in one of the Scandinavian countries, well, I think it was in Copenhagen, that's the city I was in, Denmark, and they had this uh, round trip back for $116 to Egypt with a hotel for two weeks free. You know I couldn't resist that. And we had about an hour to make the plane. We had all our equipment and everything, We I, I took the equipment and I, I sent it by truck to uh over into one of the the storage houses in, in uh in Holland and uh we caught that plane and we went on to Egypt. And then I found out the travel agent put me in the Mina House, which is uh about a half a block from the pyramid, so I could sit right on the balcony and look at the uh the pyramid. Then I, I was facing the pyramid road and I could go right around right and walk on the road he rested right on now about two blocks of the Sphinx. I had a wonderful time, but while I was there, I went in the pyramid up in the King's Chamber, and I said, "Now this pyramid was made for uh, the name Ra, and it hadn't been said in here in thousands of years. So let's say it nine times and see what'll happen." So we said Ra nine times, and all the lights went out in the pyramid. So I had a psychic experience there; <laughs> the lights went out. uh, That's a true story? Yeah, we had to stand still. Because, you see, in order to get up to the king's chamber, we had to go up a ramp. And you really, it's about 12 stories down if you you made a mistake. So we were afraid to move, you know. It happened we had a guide with us, so he lit up under a little counter that looked like a match in the doctors of the pyramid. And we we came on down the ramp backwards. Uh, Then he wanted me to go into the queen's chamber. But you have to practically... Almost get on your knees to go in there because you got to go through this little uh, this tunnel And I said, Well, some other time. But he grabbed my hand, he said, No, now. Nah. So he had to count. So I went in the Queen's Chamber, then the lights came on.
5: In these times of contention, it's not my intention to make things play. I'm looking through mirrors to catch a of reflection calm in mind. I'm losing control now just have to slow down a thought or two i can't feel the future and i'm not even certain that there is a past i believe in the workers' evolution and i believe in the final solution i believe in i believe in i believe in the ship of things to come An idea and I haven't an idea of what to do I'm thinking by numbers, but can't find the colours that fill you in I'm not even knowing if I'm coming or going, if you end or begin. To offer resistance to the flow of time Everything is and that is why It is will be the line I believe in perpetual motion
0: from Pedro show, Bikini Kill. Um, before that, Buzz Cox, I believe, and started with the interview with Sunron, his uh, great adventure in the pyramids. I'm talking about that. Uh, here's Patsy Cline.
4: I met a boy who was so cute I loved his hugging I loved his kissing As we sat in his little red coop He said, tell me Confidentially How much do you love me? Well, I thought a while And then I smiled And this is what I told him, don't you see I love you, honey I love your money I love your automobile I love you, baby I don't mean maybe you're the sweetest thing on wheels. use I love your kisses I wouldn't miss it No matter how I feel I love you, honey I love your money Most of all, I love your automobile. Hugging, I love his kissing As we sat in his little Red coop, he said Tell me, confidentially How much do you Love me? Well I thought a while and then I smiled, and this is what I told Him, don't you see? I love You, honey, I love you, money I love your Automobile, I love You, baby, I don't mean maybe You're the sweetest Thing on wheels I love your kisses. wouldn't miss it. No matter how.
0: from Bedro shows some Dirty Three with uh, I Remember a Time When You Once Loved Me Australian Trio incredible band I got to jam with them back in 96 when we were touring together I've told you about this before I was helping Perry out we were the filthy four (laughs) songs like Jaguar and Dirty Equation before that we had uh, Dose doing Imagine That Ernest Tubbs song that Patsy Klein used to do and before that we had Patsy Klein doing I Love You Honey. Uh Watt from Pedro Show. Here's some bucket head. <laughs> From Pedro's show, Slayer, with uh, Dissident Aggressor. I wanted to play Mandatory Suicide, but I screwed up on the time. We're over right now. Uh, before that, Buckethead, welcome to Buckethead Land. See what happens when you enter the metal domain. Anyway, end of the first hour. Stay tight for second hour. March 23rd, version 2002 version of What from Pedro's show. March twenty-three, two 2002. It's the second hour of the Watt from Pedro show. From Pedro show some double dynamite. Mr. Bob Lawton singing there. Uh, proud to bring to you now this week's installment of the Brother Matt Spin Cycle.
6: Hello, seekers. Here we go again. And hello, especially to the skeptic inside you who might still believe...
4: की साकी पे नजर हो यह जरूरी है मगर सब बेसाकी की नजर हो यह जरूरी तो नहीं
7: right into wherever pocket they want us to be manipulated into and we don't even know what's happening
0: Thank you very much, Brother Matt, Ooh, for you, another spin cycle installation, insertion in <laughs> the mine forest. The yeah. A little uh seedling, a little sapling, a little planting. Thanks for those impregnated beets. Here's something from uh 1977, Swell Maps, Watt from Pudor Show.
8: The falling of a cup, do you think they like butter? Oh yeah, I should guess not. Lemmings flying couplings eaten by a zoo. Do they ever watch Batman? Oh yeah, I should guess not. Take it. Do they ever try smarties? Oh yeah, I should.
9: Secret of My Endurance I still get letters in the mail mostly from crack up men in tiny rooms with factory jobs or no jobs or living with whores or no women at all no hope, just booze and madness I get most of their letters on lined paper written with an unsharpened pencil or in ink In tiny handwritings that slant down to the left. And the paper is most often torn, usually halfway up the middle. And they say they like my stuff. I've written from where it's at. They recognize it truly. I've given them some chance, some recognition of where it's at. It's true, I was there, even worse off than most of them. But I wonder if they realize where their letter arrives. Well, it is dropped into a box on a wire fence behind a six-foot hedge and a long driveway to a two-car garage, rose garden, fruit trees, animals, a beautiful woman, mortgage about half paid after years' residence, a new car, two cars, fireplace and a green rug two inches deep with a young boy to write my stuff now. I keep him in a ten foot square cage with a typewriter. Feed him whiskey and raw horse. Belt buckle him pretty good three or four times a week. I'm 60 years old now, and the critics say my stuff is getting better than ever.
0: Some Unwound, Bought from Pedro show, that's totality. And I guess it was totality because uh, last week at the All Tomorrow Party gig, uh, I think they played their last gig, they broke up. <clears throat> they could have, uh, I think they're Olympia, band. this is on Kill Rockstars here. They might have taken a lesson from um, Mr. Bukowski there ahead of them yeah. with the secret to my endurance, him uh, relating his secrets to us. One, though, he didn't spill was, uh, sure, he's got a young guy doing the type and feeding him whiskey. But the uh, one of the other techniques was moving to Pedro. <laughs> we started off uh, with uh, English verse from Swell Maps, 1977. Thank you, Brother Matt, for the spin cycle. Cool, cool, thank you. Okay, I'm in the mood for some more spiel. So um, here's another answer man with the spiel. Uh, Mr. Burroughs with What Keeps Mankind Alive? What from Pedro Show?
6: And now, the ballad of the question What Keeps Mankind Alive? You gentlemen who think you have a mission to purge us of the seven deadly sins should first sort out the basic food position, then start your preaching. That's where it all begins. You lot. You preach restraint and watch your waist as well. You learn for once the way the world is run. However much you twist, or whatever lies you tell, food is the first thing. Moral. Follow on. So, first be sure that those who are now starving get proper helpings when we all start carving. What keeps mankind alive? What keeps mankind alive? The fact that millions are daily tortured, starved, silenced, and oppressed. Mankind can keep alive thanks to his aptitude for keeping his Humanity... Repressed. And now, for once, you must try to face the facts. Mankind is kept alive by bestial acts. And for once, you must try to face the facts. Mankind is kept alive by bestial acts.
7: I've been told throughout my lifetime That my love to me would be so kind But I've never known this till now, till now I've never known this till now I've never known this till now, I, I I've never known this till now, I've been told in my life's history just what my love would mean to me, but I, I've never known this till now, till now, I've never known this till now, till now, never known this till now. this till now oh, oh, oh. what this being does to me it's act to see and that's the way it should be I've been told throughout my lifetime that my love to me would be so kind but I I've never known this till now till now Never known this till now, till now. I, I have never known this till now. I, I have ever known this till now. I've never known this till now. Never know this till now Known this till now, till now. I've never known this till now. I have never known this.
0: from Bedro's show with some treehouse. These cats, they were in Northwest Band, right? Yeah, Olympia. Uh, I guess 1989. So maybe uh, they probably consider that old days for them. Um, Steve Fisk, produced by... He was involved with the... Uh, Screaming trees. Anyway, they like trees. that's bad medication. I like the title because uh, yeah, they like their trees. Uh, because uh, before that we had Rocky. I'd never known this till now, and you could probably guess about his uh, involvement with medication. <laughs> He's one of my true favorites. I love them and we started with uh, Bill Burroughs saying uh, well confronting that question you know what keeps mankind alive uh, coming the end of the second hour March 23 2002 version of the What from Pedro show now it's version <laughs> <laughs> a version Installment, <laughs> Ingredient. <laughs> Particle. Particulate. March 23, 2002. The third hour of the Watt from Pedro show, and here's part six of the fourth tower of Inverness.
10: The night has passed. The sun has risen up over the hills that stretch beyond the Bay of Inverness. The birds are cheering wildly. In the distance, crows are calling to one another. It's a bright, warm autumn day. Jack Flanders, nephew of the owner of the Inverness estate, has had a strange dream. He awakens to hear a voice deep inside his head.
11: Testing.
12: Testing. What? Alpha. Beta. Delta.
13: What the hell is that noise?
12: This is Lady Jowls. i just like to say that this is an historic moment... ...as once again science breaks through yet another barrier... This time, our own Dr. Missoula, mad genius that he is, has excelled once more with the world's first alpha wave intercom.
13: Holy smoke!
12: Eventually, the good professor will have a control panel, so you won't have to listen in on everyone's messages.
13: What? I...
12: I no cause for alarm. It's merely an intercom. We can't read your thoughts. This has been a test. What?
13: Hey, what... What is this beanie doing stuck on top of my head? Well, I certainly can do without this.
8: Oh, Jack, before you remove that, let me remind you it is now four o'clock in the afternoon and time to hang the dragonfly paper. That is all.
13: This place isn't real. Hello? What? What? Who is it? Jack? Yes?
12: This is your Auntie Jowl's. May I come in? Yes,
13: yes, come in. Come in.
12: Ah, oh, Jack, I'm sorry to disturb you. What but is I... the
13: idea of sticking this electronic beanie on top of my head while I was asleep?
12: Oh, you have one. I didn't know. I suppose when Jives was passing them around, he must have seen you were asleep and just placed one on your head.
13: Well, I don't particularly enjoy the idea of people tinkering with my brain while I'm asleep, you know.
12: No, Jack, 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 don't be a crab. Mm. I detest electronic gadgets that intrude on one's privacy as much as anyone. But it's like what Lord Jowles used to say. The device is not the problem. It's what you do with it. That is the problem. Hmm. Well, it was after we had our little chat that I realized I could no longer stay in 1930. If culture is to come to the masses, we may as well help it along. Wouldn't you agree?
13: No. Well, it
12: is a clever intercom,
13: don't you think? All those damn devices ought to be crushed. Oh,
12: a regular philistine this morning, aren't you? Oh, it's afternoon. You must be starved. Come along, Jack. Maybe we'll find (sighs) Frida. She thinks the world of you, you know. Yes. It's a splendid day. We'll have tea out on the terrace. (sighs) It's so beautiful.
13: Tell me, Auntie, where did little Frida come from? (laughs) Oh, it's such a long story. It takes so much
12: energy to tell. It has to do with Lord Jowls, uh, crumpets.
13: Uh, No, thank you.
12: I'm certain it's her devotion to him that causes her to smoke those infernal Havana cigars. I have nothing against Fidel Castro, mind you. I think he's a good man, good for his people. But it just doesn't seem right or healthy that a small child should smoke such large cigars. Why, the scale isn't right. It always looks as though she's going to topple forwards, don't you think? At any rate... Your devotion to you, Jack, is similar, because you are an adventurer like Lord Jowls was. No,
13: Auntie, I am not an adventurer. Oh,
12: but you will be. You already are. One can merely look into some people's eyes and tell what they will be. It's like looking at a seed and knowing it will grow into a lovely tree. It just takes actions to confirm the fate. Fate? The part is written. The character is cast. It's all in the way you play the role. Look at me, Jack. Yes. Your eyes are sensitive. In you is something wild. Something untamed. Don't ever let it be tamed, Jack. Be like the unicorn.
13: It's very strange that you should say that. Really? You know, I... I saw a unicorn once... It was when I lived in London
12: Tell me all about it
13: Are you sure you really want to hear this?
12: Oh, yes, yes, go on
13: Well, one night I was walking along the street I had swallowed some hashish uh, Purely by accident, of course And for some reason I felt very, very open to everything I was going to see a friend of mine that lived in Holland Park Anyway, there was a fellow who was across the street He was watching me It was more like he was attracted to me, as though I were a magnet. He came over to me, kind of swaying, uncertain. I stopped and waited. He was very large and tall. Then he looked at me, down into my eyes. And you know how sometimes your eyes meet with someone... and there's a a shaft of intense energy that flashes across? Yes. Well, what happened... Apparently my eyes were so open he tumbled right in. He fell right inside me and I was suffocating. He fell so deeply inside me that suddenly I exploded and blew him right back out and in between us was something like a lightning flash. And there was a white unicorn. Ah. <sighs> it lasted for just a moment. And then it was gone. I have no idea whether he saw it or not Oh, he he started talking very forced hip talk Wanting to know where he could get some drugs And of, of course I didn't know, so we parted But oddly enough, when he left He was totally confused And I was absolutely stone sober Yes,
12: yes You've seen the unicorn, that is you It's pure and untamed Follow it
10: As we look in on the Inverness mansion, we see Jack is in the laboratory talking with Dr. Mazula. Chief Wampum and the caretaker, old far-seeing art, are loading rolls of dragonfly paper onto a pushcart. When they finish, some push and others pull, and they move out toward the dragon's cave.
14: Oh, yes, 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 it's true. Many wise men are coming from my country, coming here to the west. But there is such abundance in this country, that sometimes the Guru from the East, who has never seen such abundance, nor has ever had the opportunity to so easily fill his arms with more than he can carry, and how you say, it blows his mind, you see. <laughs> no, my friends, there is very little I have ever accomplished. However, as a young man, I did accomplish the fine art of flying on a prayer carpet, you see. That must have been something. Oh, it's all relative, my friend. As to whether it's an airplane or a carpet, you see. For someone that does see neither, what would surprise him more? A man on a prayer carpet, eh? Or a giant silver airplane, you see. So one fine day, while taking a passenger for a ride on the back of my carpet, you see. A pretty young girl like my dad. (laughs) I was a young man then, you see. I made a sharp... Uh, Turn... And the passengers slid off and landed first in a, how you say, frog bug, huh? Eh? You see? Oh, I tell you, she was hopping mad. <laughs>
8: <laughs> shh, shh, we are nearing the cave. Now, now what we'll do is put the dragonfly paper so, so that it's tied from one tree trunk to another.
14: I see there are footprints,
13: you see. Well, of course, we were here last night.
14: Say really boom will you give me
8: a hand here? Be careful, doc. don't get caught in the glue. I wanted to
13: ask you, Dr. Missoula, why won't the dragon's fire melt the glue and ignite the paper? The
8: glue is the glue is a special cats and jamma formula that does not melt, you see. Oh. And and the paper, the paper is asbestos with wire reinforcing, you see?
13: Hmm. What do you know about the Wurlitzer of Wisdoms?
8: You were in the East Tower?
13: The Madonna Vampira took me there.
8: The Madonna Vampira? Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Yeah.
13: And then she split, and there I was alone. And the next moment, in came Meanie Eenie, or, or someone that looks just like her, and she tried to slice me into little pieces with a big meat cleaver.
8: Impossible, impossible. What do you mean, impossible? Meanie Inie is like, it's like a child, a prankster, but never cruel. That's when the Wurlitzer of Wisdoms one has <laughs> been a while. has <laughs> been a, <laughs>
11: it's
8: been a <laughs> okay.
13: In other words, you feel it couldn't have been Meanie Eenie. You yourself don't believe it, so. Well, I don't know. It looked just like her, but. Well, it was almost as though there was someone else inside her body.
8: Like a demon?
13: Yeah, like a demon. Here, here,
8: tie this to the trunk on that tree, all right? All right. Uh, you, you don't think it'll break these these ropes? No, special fiber. Hey, what
13: do dragons eat, anyway? The tourists. You know, when I, when I saw the dragon last night, it had the most incredible eyes. Almost human
8: Well, paying no attention they, they argue all the time Fancy Art is, a, is an old cowboy And Chief Wampum is an Indian So he, Now stretch this paper Stretch it Now pull right. well, still at
14: it Hey, over here And take a gander at this
13: What have you found?
14: Tracks in the mud here.
8: Giant lizard tracks.
14: More than that, these little narrow tracks, see? They lead right there in the cave. Yep.
8: They could have been made by a five-speed Italian pedal master.
14: But that is not all, you see. Over here, over here. The dragon has stepped on these tracks. But now, oh, over here, now, you see, the tracks. Ride right over the dragon's paws, you see.
13: That means that first the pedal master went into
14: the cave, and then the dragon came out. Then the dragon went back in, and the pedal master came back out, yes, no?
8: Whose eyes did the dragon
14: have? Yours, Dr. Mazula.
7: Ramana Maharshi, when he was dying of cancer and all of his devotees were crying and saying his arm was all cancer they said, said, Ramana Maharshi, you know, Bhagwan, God, you know, God incarnate you, you are it all, why don't you save your body? He says, no, no, it's finished its trip, it's time to go and they said, don't leave us and he said, don't be silly, where can I go? <laughs>
10: As we look in, we see Dr. Missoula, Jack, Chief Wampum, and that old far-seeing art have completed hanging the dragonfly paper near the Temple of the Seven Pillars, which, as you know, is located just outside the dragon's cave.
8: These tire tracks were definitely made by a five-speed Italian pedal master.
10: Yeah, and who other
13: than Meenie Eenie rides such a weird vehicle?
14: far as I can see, no one.
13: When the tire tracks go into the cave,
14: they're stepped on by these giant lizard paws. And
13: when they return from the cave. They
14: ride over the lizard paws. Hmm. Why would need anyone to peddle into the dragon's cave, you see? Most strange. Well, she did pedal back out again.
8: Gentlemen, gentlemen, since since darkness is approaching, I think we should ponder this remarkable problem somewhere other than right at the mouth of the dragon's cave. Yeah, I see what you mean. I propose we return the cart and ourselves post-haste and ponder this problem over a glass of
14: port. Dr. Missoula,
13: uh, I've noticed that Chief Wampum and old far-seeing art are very strange...
8: Yes, yes, they they argue all the time. Old Art was once a cowboy, so he refers to Chief Wampum as that savage, you know. The chief's real name was uh, Rama-Rama-Krishna-Vishna-Vishna, something like that. But when he came to the West, he changed his name to Chief Wampum-Stumpum.
13: You think he's for real? Does he have
8: powers, you mean? Yeah, I guess that's what I mean. You've met Wham Bam Shazam? Oh, you mean that teenage boy? Well, the chief claims to be teaching Wham Bam how to fly. Through the air? That seems to be the
14: preferred substance to flying. Excuse me, I could not but hear your conversation, you see. There are many people like the young boy Wham Bam who desire trivial powers, such as to fly. I don't know if I'll consider that trivial. Many people have a strong desire to fly, you see. Now you can, how you say, go at it directly, you see, such as Wham-Bam. What's indirectly? Indirectly is becoming a realized being, where flying is merely like paddling on water, you see.
13: Well, I take it that Wham-Bam just wants to fly. He doesn't care anything about becoming a realized being.
14: Oh, no, everyone, no matter who. Housewife, Blanker, Ippie, or how you say, Adet, huh, huh? All wish to become a realized being, you see. Everyone would like to be God, you see. But people are in no hurry, you see. There are many, many, how you say, things, huh? To taste along the way. Many desires. Desires like webs we spin ourselves, you see. Like what desires? Anything, anything you desire. Some people desire to fly. So I have taught them how to fly, you see. Oh, but they were. How you say? Weighted down with so many desires that they could get but a few centimeters off the ground, you see. Or maybe, I use your knee, eh? Yes. <laughs> they, they looked very foolish flying at that level. People do not like to be laughed at, you see. But well, did they give up flying? Most of them, yes. Or they desire something even more than, than, than that. So So weighted down they get that. Eventually, they come to a belly landing, eh? Or or how you say? Grinding halt, you say? Shoot, I dust myself off and try again. By that time, the desire to fly was so great, it is not possible, you say. But if you drop the weight of their desire and soar higher and higher up into the heavens, you say...
13: Say, there's something I wanted to ask you. Yes? There are some people who have the power to change themselves into other people. Or other creatures. Oh, yes. Uh, not just create an illusion, but actually change. Oh,
14: yes. But you see, since this is all illusion, what is actual change, you see?
13: Hmm. One more question. Yes. Have you ever seen the Fourth Tower of Inverness?
14: No, but I know of its existence, you see. Really? From where? From Wemmam Shazam.
8: Wemmam's an odd boy. Even though he's a teenager. He wears the clothes of the 1950s, wears his hair in a, uh, a, what you call it, a DA, and he loves the music they played then.
13: Yeah, 50s music. That jukebox does exist in the fourth tower, and I'll bet Wham Bam's got the key.
3: Oh, life could be a dream Shaboom if I could take you up in paradise of a puff Shaboom and tell me, darling, I'm the only
15: one that you love
3: Life could be a dream Skid all along and along and
11: Shaboom for me
16: to get boom
0: What from Pedro Show that's part six of the fourth tower of Inverness. Here's some martial ball. lot from pedro show some sonic uh, youth there with um self-obsessed and sexy uh before that well we start off with Marshall ball mama's cooking but i wanted to play madonna my secret garden after that but the cd wouldn't come up so emergency half ass in the meantime with the monochrome set doing mr bizarro Machines fail us always John Henry. yeah, <laughs> John Henry steel driving man uh what from Pedro show? Here's some Ricky Lee Jones. From Pedro show. That was uh Drums and Tuba? Is that is that what they're called?
1: It sounded like drums and
0: tuba. It did, didn't it? I don't want to screw up their name. Yeah, drums and tuba with uh, adventures of poo poo and Pee-Pee. <laughs> Some of those <laughs> intellectual pieces. <laughs> Before that, we had Velvet Monkeys, Don Fleming, <coughs> doing a uh, take on Little Doll, Stooges' song. Before that, Ricky Lee Jones with uh, Little Yellow Town. Some little songs. <laughs> Ricky asked me to do a, a version of that for this Ghosty Head tribute thing she's, well, her buddy Lee's putting together. And so I'm figuring ways of interpreting that. Uh, oh, I found the uh, link to that pop group site. Just punch in go.to slash pop group, G O dot T O slash P O P G R O U P, and I'll take you to that site I was telling you about earlier. Sorry for the space out <laughs> almost three hours ago. Here's some Albert Isler.
10: Result too fatalistic
6: Then time runs out another statistic Refute the link too idealistic
0: The result too unrealistic Then time runs out Another statistic, statistic. Restore the thing Satanistic The The review Too unrealistic Then time Runs out Another statistic Rejects the kink Too brutalistic The report Too fatalistic
5: Then time Runs out Another statistic
0: From Pedro show, Black Flag. Fix me. Before that, a couple songs that I played on. Uh, Greg Garn from his record, "Don't Cry Baby." I guess the name of the record was his name. I worked with uh, David. Kahn had me aboard. Did some bass. sounded like Romeo Void. (laughs) And some new wave, but Craig is a very interesting man. Learned mandolin from Bill Monroe, but liked to dress goth. So you know, more mixed up the <laughs> That guy's wild, huh? Yeah. Wild, bluegrass, methamphetamine <laughs> stuff. Oh wow! Look, you got the cross crossfader wheel. O- There's always some knobs way over. I don't think it, was, uh, what did- it didn't do anything. Ah, good. Uh, and we started with, um, no, there was uh, some Soames before that, where I did the spiel for uh, Henry Mitchell here, a Pedro guy. He's got a band called Soames and a song called Another Statistic. And we started with um, Albert Eiler with Our Prayer from uh, another Live Village Vanguard thing. We're at the end of another uh, Watt from Pedro show that- March 23, 2002 edition. (laughs) Thank you, Brother Matt, for uh, Spin Cycle and Central Assistance. DJ Talia did not make it, so next week we'll have one of her spin things. And didn't have the foresight to get uh, ahead of thing in the iBook, but how can I know that? She called me to come and see some bonfire. Did you know about a bonfire? Uh, no. I couldn't see one. No. I drove around here. Of course, there's nowhere to park here at night. So had to roll on. Okay. Um, till uh, next show. Keep your powder dry.